Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. I'm the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! Today is Friday, December, January um, 14th, 2022, and it is only 10.19 in the morning, and listen to me all awake. Well, that's a good sign. I wonder what's going on with me. Um, usually I like to stay in bed as late as possible because of restless legs, but this morning I had restless legs in the bed at around 8 o'clock, so I had to get up. Uh, the rule is do not stay in bed uncomfortable because then you train yourself to be uncomfortable in bed. It's not a good thing. The brain follows the train. You are listening to The Dave Fremlin Show. To share with anyone who's interested out there. Um, takes a so, super duper uh, long time. Yeah. To Yay. boot it up. Um, and so I. Anyways, and now tonight I'm gonna not give you some information. Yay. A doctor. Um, which I forgot what it is. Right. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Yay. I guess we'll see what happens, right? Thing of the brain. All right. Uh, so what I want to talk about today is I want to kind of follow up on yesterday because I was talking about transferring addiction from like a real addiction to like uh, going to Disney World. And I want to explain that further because I think there really is a really a thing happening and uh, a couple of things happening at once. But I have been struggling with dopamine-related issues, which were related to a lot of various things for a long time now. It's going on several years. And I I have difficulty with eating the right foods. But more importantly, I just don't get, I just have not had a thing that is stimulating enough to really spur all the chemical reactions that are needed at the level that it's needed to really stimulate the thing. I mean, do you remember the movie Frankenstein and Dr. Frankenstein had to jolt the monster with electricity in order to bring it to life? Think about that for a minute. You know, I think that there's a certain amount of energy that's needed in order to really pump the thing up that's needed to be pumped up. And, uh, you know, at the same time that I'm trying to not be depressed, try to pull myself out of depression. And I have discovered in my process that when I'm feeling depressed, if I really think about what I'm thinking about at the moment, it's often about being either stuck in something in the past, you know, either something has that I did to somebody or that somebody did to me or something that wasn't right that's in the past it's over or I'm waffling about some decision that I previously made and that I'm now living through or a decision that I made that led me on a path and I'm thinking about the past that's a thing that can lead when I'm when I'm feeling depressed if I take note I will notice that I'm living either in the past or in some anxiety about the future and when I pull myself into the present, it really helps me a lot. 
I've heard people talk about it a lot. I've heard people mention it, but I've never actually had a full-on experience of that until recently. And at the same time, I'm trying to do things that are distracting for myself because I have been so completely mopey that I've been, and I'm living in a new place. I'm all alone. I've been trying to do things to keep myself from thinking of those negative past thoughts and from being stressed about the future. I have been looking for many things and I've been taking little vacations. I'm living in Florida. I have lots of fabulous places to go. And I I start to think about my finances and I'm like, I can't keep going on vacation every couple of weeks. It's just not feasible. And, you know, I really want to learn how to be here. You know what I mean? Like meet people here and be in a life here. I can't constantly be in a fantasy world. So then... It was my birthday and I got an annual pass to Disney World because I couldn't beat the, I couldn't not justify the cost. You know, the cost was reasonable for me and the idea that if I went to each of the parks at least one time in a year that it would be worth the money. And I figured that in my current state of uh, emotional and mental health that I would probably go f- more than that. And at my current level of free time that, and my also my wanting to uh, find new places to explore and be around. And there's all kinds of resorts and hotels and every Disney World is not just Disneyland Park. So it's a whole world, in fact. Anyway, to make a long story short, I noticed while I was at Disney World for the third time in a row at the third park, I noticed that the the rides the 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 mostly the roller coaster type rides the drop rides things like that they they didn't give me a rush like like a drug rush as much i guess you would say not the same kind of thing but i noticed that after a few rides and walking around in the park in the sun around people and around people on vacation and around people with children i really noticed myself not being not being depressed and there were moments, okay, and it was a few moments here and there, and I thought of stuff, and I thought, God, you know what I'm noticing? I'm noticing that when I'm depressed, I'm either in the past or unsteady about the future. I'm not in the moment. And I would get on a ride, and the ride would pull me right into the moment and give me that adrenal sort of thing. And then when there were other rides that are slow-moving rides, you know, I'm really noticing the details and the creativity and the, the like, how does this ride work? And my brain is really going to town. You know, my brain is really sucking in all of the like. I'm Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. All the creative mastery that's there, you know. And, uh, yeah, there's a certain hint of jealousy because I wish I had made different decisions. If I had made different decisions 30 years ago, who knows what would have happened to me. But anyways, I'm not there. See, that's the thing that can happen. That right there is a perfect example of what not to do when thinking about the past. But anyways, look how quickly I snapped out of it. So I, I was worried that because of the chemical reactions to the rides and the fact that it was uh, stimulating that dopamine for me and the fact that I was actually 
coming home and all I could think about was going back, just like with the drug. And that I was like wanting to cancel all my appointments so I could just go to Disney World again. Uh, it got me thinking, am I going to like be transferring an addiction from, you know, something, is this going to turn bad for me? And I, I actually kind of thought because it, because of the chemical part of it, because going on rides can release chemicals and because of that avoidance nature of being at an amusement park, um, you know, without thinking of the positive benefits of it, just thinking of what could be sort of negative. I sort of let myself think this could be bad. You see how easily I can go from something being good to being bad? It's really not, that's really something to pay attention to. But anyways, in the long run, uh, I contacted my counselor, my long-term counselor, Joe, and I said, what is going on? Is this, should I be nervous about it? And he said, just have fun. And I decided that, yeah, that's a good idea. I can have fun. You know what I mean? My birthday was only Sunday and my father only died a month ago. And I am only just now sort of getting settled and discovering, you know, feeling sort of more settled and letting the past go. You know, I'm just now getting to a place. And so have fun. And you know what? I think if you really look at it, if you really look at it, I really think this is kind of a thing that's working for me because I noticed that my sleeping hours are changing now. And I'm wondering if, you know, maybe the missing piece of the formula that I was not getting was, you know, extra stimulation. I don't really know. Maybe God just gives me stuff in order. You know, like I needed the first thing and then after you need the first thing, you need the second thing. And maybe God figured it out for me. But um, in fact, I'll just let that be the right thing because that's usually the way it works. But I am now going to go to Disney World again today. I have three blackout days in a row that I can't go on my card. And so I will find other things to do over the weekend. But I am skipping the gym today because I think it's good to just walk around out at Disney World. I think that going on rides and stuff is plenty good exercise. Uh, and um, you know, I'm getting a haircut and then I'm going over there and I'm going to try to spend as much time because I think that it also fills up. It Okay, it does four, th Does let's count. First thing it does is it releases the correct chemicals for me in my brain that's really stimulating the thing I'm trying to stimulate. Two, it keeps me in the present, in the moment, while I'm there. Three, it stimulates the creative part of my brain. Four, it gives me new environments to walk around and move my legs, which I think is really, really helpful. And gets me out in the sun, gets me around people, gets me around people that are on vacation, which is a specific thing. Gets me around people with children, which is another specific thing. And um, yeah, and keeps me away from staying at home, smoking weed and eating. You know, I really stay away from the junk food at Disney World. I really stay away from junk food everywhere when I'm not at home. So um, I can think of at least seven things that I just named that are very, very positive uh, reasons to spend time at the Disney parks. And the fact it's not caught at this point, it's not costing me anything. You know, I've already used my, I've already paid for the card. And, you know, at this point, the card has paid for itself because I, if I were to have paid daily admission for the time I've gone, I would be even right now. And 
um, you know, it's not just about rides. There's exhibits, there's things. And there's three, I haven't even been to the animal kingdom yet, okay? So what I'm telling you, and if you don't have access to a Disney park and you're listening to my podcast, you know, what the ultimate thing is, it's not about Disney World. It's about, it for me, I mean, and Disney World is fabulous, let's admit it. But um, no, for me, the whole, it's a package deal. I have issues that have, I don't know, started when I was young and have grown over time and have not been, have attempted to be dealt with, but have not been successfully dealt with, or maybe have been dealt with as successfully as they possibly have can. But at this point, I'm not using any medical interventions. I'm not using any, um, not using anything that shouldn't be in my body. Okay. With the, with the exception of that I eat too much cake, um, I'm really staying on the, really staying close to the more natural um, ways. And I, you know, I'm, I'm into the vitamin supplements. And I am telling you that if you are a person who is struggling with depression or isolation, and you don't have access to a Disney park. That's not the thing that's really the, the key is to stay out of the past, stay out of the future, be in the present, and in the present, sh- fill it with things that stimulate you, me, whoever, physically, mentally, creatively. The Dave Fremlin Show is now available on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. If you like listening to The Dave Fremlin Show, don't forget to follow me and subscribe to my podcast and share me with a friend. Thank you and have a nice day. All right, get it outside in the sun, be around people, be around children, be around um trees i'm very fond of trees new environments stimulate like you know i need to walk around at night because of my restless legs all right and the the real period to walk around is right around between 7 to 10 o'clock p.m is the perfect time and that's a great time to be disney world closes at nine takes me 30 minutes to get to my car I get home, I'm ready to start taking my vitamins, get ready, you know, start my evening stuff. You know, it really, it's really, the timing could be better. And I love new stimulating environments. And when I have to go out for a walk every night, and let me tell you this with restless legs, if you have restless legs, you already know. The walk up and down the hall, it doesn't, after a while, it's not a walk anymore. The walk around the block, the 10th time, it doesn't help because what's needed is a certain amount of brain chemistry that comes, that flows into the, the, you know, the problem with restless legs is it's not in the legs. The restless legs is in the brain. You know what I mean? The, the, it feels like it's in the legs because nerves are, okay, the, the, it's not in the legs. It's in the brain. Okay, it's in the brain and it 
is the brain misfiring a signal from the leg that's telling you that you're having an uncomfortable sensation in your leg, but there's nothing causing it. It's not like you stepped on a piece of glass and you have a pain that the the nerve is now shooting a signal to the brain. No, no, no. This is a signal from the brain to the leg. Okay. And so, uh, and it's a problem with dopamine from what I can tell. And um, so with that said, why did I say that? What did I say before that? Oh my God, I got on a tirade and I forgot. If you have restless legs, the thing is, it's about the chemical reaction because it's not in the legs, it's in the brain. And when you get that dopamine stimulated in the brain in the right coordination with the right other things that it needs, and I don't know the whole formula, all right? I know I have to take magnesium. I know I have to go on walks. I know I have to get up. I, according to this restless legs doctor that I worked with for a long time, you should get up two hours after the sun and don't stay in bed. But what I have found is if I get up too early, I get tired too early. And then when I have restless legs late at night, it's worse. But also pacing yourself. Like I could be up right now. I'm wide awake, but I don't, I'm sitting down. I'm not moving around. Okay. So I think pacing yourself is also good. But, um, it's really about the chemicals. And so you know that after you walk around the block, the same block 10 times, you're no longer stimulating the chemical. <clears throat> so I think that the reason that I'm feeling this sort of addictive way towards Disney World is really about the chemicals. But it's, it's you know, it's working out for me. It's working out for me. And there's going to be other things coming up in my world next week. So, uh, you know, this is going to be, right now I have time. But soon there won't be as much time. And so I, I, I want to take back my thought that it could be an addictive transference. And I want to now say that I think it can be a healthy um, a healthy distraction for a length of time. I don't know how long of a length of time, but for now, it can be a healthy distraction until I need a new place to walk around. You know what I mean? But for now... Um, you know, I think it's working out. And so if you are a person who does not have access to a Disney World, um, well, I don't want to say something mean. I think the real key is not Disney World itself, but it is the combination of the stimulation of the rides. Because there definitely, definitely, definitely is a chemical reaction to the rides. That's the whole point of rides, okay? We get on a roller coaster and it's fun for a reason and the reason it's fun is because when you go up that mountaintop up that click 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 your brain knows that you're going to go down but it doesn't know exactly when and it doesn't know what how far or how fast and then suddenly you're going down and your brain suddenly releases a chemical into your body that makes you just giddy and you start screaming or laughing. You hear people laughing on roller coasters hysterically because it, your brain suddenly releases a chemical right into your blood. And it makes it just, it's, 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 it's part of the reaction. And when you go down that dip and you whoosh, go right back up and your stomach goes into your pelvis, you have another sensation that your brain reacts to with chemicals because it doesn't know what's going on. 
And even after you've been on roller coasters your whole life, I'm I'm 58 years old. Okay, it's not like I've never been on Splash Mountain. Okay, and um, what happens is even the anticipation of it, just the anticipation of going to Disney World now, gives me a sense of anticipation. And so there is a most definitely a chemical reaction to the rides. And even the rides that are slow rides, that are just sort of moving through a tunnel and you're seeing... You are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show on Podbean. <laughs> Creative things, dancing and singing and dolls that are animated. These rides are also stimulating because I want to, my brain, my brain wants to see how did they make that thing happen? How does this room turn? Where is the exit from here? Like, how, what is the floor plan? I'm really, a, you know, that's a funny thing I thought about yesterday. I'm all about the floor plan of the ride because they have rides and you go around loops and turns and you're in the dark, so you don't really know. And there's scenery but, you know, the, the building is a square when you look at it on a map. And so I'm very curious about that. I'm very curious about who designs these things and how they come up with them. And so it's very stimulating, very, very stimulating. And if you are a person who is depressed, if you're a person with restless legs, if you have restless legs and it's causing you depression, if you have soreness in your feet and you're tired a lot and you are depressed, or you've had a death in the family recently, or you're going through major like loss of family from COVID or not even from COVID, but from the aftermath of COVID or whatever. My recommendation, and I'm not a doctor, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a anything really. I'm a person who experiences things and then shares my experience with other people. Um, my high recommendation is a change of scenery change of attitude change of scenery change of attitude something stimulating something outdoors if you're in a good climate something around people something around children something that's creative these are the components to me and let me just tell you something and before i hang up i didn't it feels like I just learned this today? Like, oh my god, I get it today. Boom, these are the things I have been working with counselors and therapists, and counselors and therapists, and rehab people and doctors from the time I was 13, no, 11 years old. Okay, can I be honest about it? And they have helped me through times and then I forget and then something happens and then I forget and then a crisis and then I don't remember. And sometimes the thing never did get healed right. And now I'm 58 years old and I, the amount of things that I have gone through in life is many and plentiful. And the last final thing with my brothers and my father had tipped me over the bend and uh, in the last year, two years, I have just literally had to pull myself together and all of the things that I have learned and not learned and had to deal with and had somebody help me with, 
in like the last five days, it suddenly is coming clear to me. Suddenly it's clear. So, and who knows if tomorrow I'll have the clarity that I have right now. But it's now recorded for posterity. So anyway, um, that's my podcast for today. And I'm going to get myself ready for my haircut so I can go to Disney World. All fresh and beautiful. And I have my happy birthday pin still. I got to say, the birthday pin does make it special. All right, you guys. I hope you have a great day. And uh, I will check in with you again tomorrow. Have a good day. Bye. The opinions expressed in the Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening.